So Heather, how you been? Oh, good, John. How about you? I, honestly, I'm feeling pretty fantastic. Just came off a win, so. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, it was. Actually, for both of us. Yeah. Your commish both. team both pulled off a W this week. We don't know how, but yeah, we did it. Exactly. I'm not going to question it too much. No, not at all. So, um, okay, for commish facts this week, yeah. this is something. So, I mean, it's been the COVID times, the dumpster fire <laughs> of all dumpster fires, the, uh, like, Aww. I, like, if y'all remember the TLC not too long ago where we had the, the scented candle of 2020 and it was a bunch of portalettes on fire. That's accurate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, Heather, um, what have you read or watched in 2020? Well, John, I'm glad you asked because, actually, I wanted to give a shout-out to Dope Freshness for recommending both of the shows that I binged. Really? Yes. Okay. Cobra Kai, seasons one and two. Amazing. 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 And I think they've, uh, they're, they haven't started filming three, but no, I know it's, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then Stargirl, which is on the CW. Yeah. Uh, really fantastic series. It's a DC comic, but uh, it's it's very it's very good. Uh, I recommend that. And then I've been reading uh, The Witcher. Oh yeah. Oh, you're reading The Witcher. Yes, because I've already watched it. Okay, you watched yeah. The Witcher. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, come on, The Witcher is. Yeah. I, love I mean, the it's Witcher. not. I play the video games. It's too. not GOT, but like it's good. So how are the games? How do they stack up? Oh, so good. Really good. Like, yeah. Oh, so, okay. so 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 ah. good. Um, okay, so for me, um, I actually I actually uh, follow you with Cobra Kai. Um, holy Cobra hell! Cobra Kai never die. Amen. Like <laughs> I love Cobra Kai. Um, and then I have three agains. I oh. watched all of these recently again because they are so good. Um, I watched Lost in Space on Netflix. Amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. truly an amazing series. It's um, on my list. I watched The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I love The Witcher because mm-hmm. I'm getting prepared. I want to watch the oh, next one. Yeah. And then I just last week, or yeah, just last week, I rewatched the entire Mandalorian because you know what happens Friday, Heather? Um, yeah, The Mandalorian season two. Hell yes. Yes. So yeah, so that's what I've been watching. I really haven't read much over the summer. Um, just I, I, I'm I'm in my car if I'm coming mm-hmm. to work, or um, it's just easier for me to have something on in the background in my ears, in my ear holes, to, in while your- I'm working. So I get that. Yeah. I know reading isn't my go-to. Um, mm-hmm. It actually puts me to sleep. Right. Um, and I don't like to do that, so I have to stay very focused when I read, and it has to be something that like I'm that really gets me interested. I've I, I used to read as as a kid, like a teenager growing up. I mean, voracious reader. So I'm I'm talking like. Um, like waiting for the next book to come oh, out, wow. kind of reader, have seven different series going on at the same time. I mean, I've, oh. I've read a lot. And then video games happened, and yeah. I started playing video games. Board games happened, started playing more board. You know what I mean? So, so it cut into your time. It cut into my time. Now, I have a question for mm-hmm. everyone. Uh, you said you could read several books at the same time. No, several different series at the oh, same time. Okay. So I don't read my, – my wife does several books at the same time, but How? I can't do that. <laughs> I, I don't mean, think – I mean, I can't focus like that. Like, I, me either. I it's mean, hard like, to – like – Shows are different. I can do right. that with shows. But yes. like but books, like there's so much detail and I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want to miss anything. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's fascinating I read, to me. I read one book at a time and then yeah. that's it. Like like right. I can't read two. I have to finish one before I go to another one. The way God intended. Absolutely. But I would like to speak to your wife and see like why. Like, I, she, well, how? she's got a workbook and she's got a home book. Oh. So she reads one book huh. while she's at work and okay. then she reads another book while she's at home. So I guess in her mind, I mean, I can yeah. see the easy delineation there, but yeah, I'm but not. Still. I, no, yeah. I, I want to finish so the story. If any of the listeners um, do this, please let me know why. And, and because it, it's yeah. fascinating. Anyway. Give us an email. <laughs> So um, one warning before we continue on today, guys, this is going to be pr- the longest one that we've done, um, and it is simply for the fact that we had an absolutely 
amazing, amazing interview yeah. with Mike Kumler. So um, be prepared. If you normally listen to us mm-hmm. on your drive or, or your workout, we're going to probably still be in your ear holes before you're done. Yep. Okay. So but that, just, there's nothing wrong with that. No. I mean, like, we'll make it through your whole workout. No, not at all. So um, we recently had an interview with one of our team owners, and we couldn't – we can't find this information out. So we're, we're, we're throwing this out into the ether. Mm, right. We would like to yeah. find out, can anybody remember a Pittsburgh Steeler with something like uh, – it's a running back – with a name like trunk or tank or yeah. what did you find, Heather? Or bus or something. Something along those lines. Something large and unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> that's we kind would, of what we're getting at. So we're just we're throwing that out to the audience in general, yeah. out into the ether. Hey, hey, please help us. Especially for the um, Steelers fans because John and I, we are not. So no. help us out here. No, I barely <laughs> know Ben Wafflesberger, right? W- worthless Burger? What? Oh, okay. Ruthless? So, oh. um, John, let's get into that weekly recap. Oh, my God. Okay, so on the those weekly recaps so we have top scoring matches mm-hmm. oh holy jesus yeah i mean sam b got like 170 points 176 i think 176 One, okay yeah we i mean it was ridiculous i was un- i mean <laughs> unstoppable yeah. so like her combination with nick at 280 mm-hmm. hello yep. that is probably the most we've seen all year i think so i mean like 176 is definitely the highest yeah, we've high. seen all year um uh, but i like let's not let's not lose uh, sight that you and elizabeth had a kind of kind of a titanic matchup as well at 255.8 for not your total gonna lie. it was great and elizabeth um i, I honestly i couldn't look for a while because i'm like oh this is way too close to the call yeah so that was it was, that was a good pretty, match that was rough i mean yeah. like that was that was truly a rough thing mm-hmm. um so and, and then, then no surprise here with Lori. Right. I mean, because she's you know top in her division. So yeah, we'll be talking about that oh, for our yeah, main talk. Yeah, we're, yeah we're, we have the battle of the Sands right now for this week's topic, you guys. Mean Clash of the Titans. The Clash of the Titans. It's gonna. But be John, amazing. who is Mothra and who is Godzilla? We'll come to that later. Oh. Um. So uh, following that, we have our East standings. Um. Currently, even with Lori's loss this week, um, Wario Speedwagon wah, wah. is at is at the top of the East, mm-hmm. followed by Paul with his flea flickers and Dumpster Fire is climbing oh. her way into the top three in the. East. I wouldn't say climb, John. I'd say burning my way through. (laughs) Burning her way through the competition, folks. You heard it here. So let's go to the West standings. All right. In the West, uh, we have Sam and the Holograms. No surprise. No surprise. Only undefeated team in the league. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Uh, and then who's in second place? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, none other than the Wolfpack. That's right. John, good job. But I got some news. You know that team name that you can't say? Gronky Kong? (laughs) Gronky Kong is in third place. Way to go, Erica. Yeah, good job, Erica. Way to climb it up, climbing back up into the top three. She's going to throw barrels at you like I, she is. Donkey Kong I know would. she is, man. You know that. Yeah. So our top point earners for players this week, we had an amazing Tyler Lockett with 53 flipping points. Wow. No wonder Sam had 176. And we're talking Sam B here. Yeah, Sam B owns owns Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Um, Devontae Adams showed up uh-huh. in a big way for you. Yeah, so all those people that thought, you know, I would probably get rid of Devontae if I was Heather. Yeah, that was because mm. they wanted him. Yeah. I mean, let's be I honest. Uh, yeah. Thank you, so Dante. Justin Hebert, the quarterback for um, for the Chargers, mm-hmm. um, that's Nick's. Uh, that, he's on Nick's team and uh, thirty-eight point four six. Wow. Kyler Murray from Arizona, the quarterback. I mean, it was a great yeah. game this weekend. That they was. defeated Tennessee, I believe it was. Um, I think they crushed them i don't know that, that they no they, they, they made it to overtime i think and beat them by three points Jeez. yeah it was yeah, a rough but I one i mean like after that like oh that's, 
Yeah. It's hard to come back from, even though Tennessee will be playing our Bengals. Yeah, but I don't think they're – Who day? Yeah. They, so, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, right. Ho- I mean, hopefully hopefully the Bengals are playing. Let's, yeah. let's find out. Um, but and that then, also helped CMB – yeah, uh, get to I that mean, amazing 176. She had two mark. of the top yeah. five. I mean, she had 40% of the top five owners mm-hmm. or, or players that had had points. And then Tom Brady showed up in a big way this uh, week at yeah. 38.6, which helped me out quite a bit. Definitely. So this week we're starting a new thing. We're calling it the playoff snapshot. That we need is, a sting. So if anyone needs like a uh, like a snapping noise for the snapshot, <laughs> there we go. Um, we have um, if we started our playoffs today. Uh-huh. Sam and the Holograms, Wario Speedwagon, no Foley's right Flea there. Flickers, Wolfpack, Gronky Kong, and Dumpster oh, Fire. Oh, uh, welcome I know. to the we, party. We all made it to the party Woo-hoo. finally. We're here um, at the big game now. <laughs> <laughs> amen. So um, so that would be our playoff right now. So we're taking the all top right. six teams, and that's who we have this week. Next week we'll find out who it is, see if, see if anybody uh, moves around. But I honest, think we'll see some changes because, uh, yeah, I, th- I, I mean, do too. the way things are looking, adding up so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my matchup's going to be nearly impossible. Thanks, Erica. Um, <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. I think you're the second most important game for her. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But she um, said she respects me. I know. She doesn't <laughs> respect me. Um, so our injury report, um, Sarah, oh, keep an eye on Odell one. Beckham Jr. He's out. He's got a season-ending ACL injury, so you want to definitely be be on the lookout for a uh, for new white out there. This one made me so sad. Right? I mean, I mean watching it, I was just like, Oh, I know. It was just so sad. I know. I I I never like seeing the players get injured. No. Period. Well, no. Um, but it would have been nice if it happened a week earlier, so it wouldn't have been against the Bengals. I'm just saying. Oh, John, you that was it. rude. Um, I mean, but Odell. I mean. Uh, no, Odell, good really, guy. Like, really nice guy. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm just, I'm sad that it's a season-ending injury and not just like a high ankle sprain like most everybody else seems to be yeah. suffering. Yeah, not to mention, poor Sarah, she's going to have to find somebody to replace them. And it's tough right now, so. <laughs> yeah, um, slim pickings, folks. So, JC, looks like you're coming back because uh, Jordan Aikens on your team should be back for week, uh, on week nine for against Jacksonville, and Jalen Rigor is uh, coming back. Uh, he got taken off of the IR on Monday, and he's got a potential return against the upcoming Cowboys battle. Oh, so, so that's good news. Yeah, it looks like JC's coming back with this, I, with this IR report. It looks like he's going to be back in the games. And then Sam B., Deshaun Jackson, he is on Ouch. IR for six to Ouch. eight weeks. Ooh, um, now that one... You, I don't, you might look. I mean, we're at a crucial point in the season, are. John. Do you agree? Like, I do. I absolutely. I we're we are hitting that. Honestly, might look around and see if there's somebody else because we are it. technically halfway through the um, NFL season starting tomorrow. We'll, starting we'll be tomorrow, through. yeah, we'll be halfway through. However, for our league, we are far past. We're more yeah. than halfway because yeah. our first ten weeks or eleven weeks mm-hmm. um, are played out, and then the 12, 13... 14 and 15 weeks Mm -hmm. are all um, our playoff season. Right. So we're ha- we're more than halfway through. So even though that this might be a secondary wideout for you, Sam, you might want to take a look for a new one. I definitely would. Yeah. So that's our IR report for this week, guys. Um, and now on to our topic. Here <laughs> we go. Clash of the Titans. Oh my God. Okay. Let's first start with the defeat of Wario. Okay. Uh, wah. And Lori, I know this was tough for you because throughout the day, I would get a message from you and you're like, I can't look. This is going to end poorly. I this can't is look. This going to kill me. Right? Um, but, 
you know, I've dealt with loss a lot this this season, so yes. I tried to help you through it. <laughs> We've all experienced loss. Yeah, but I, I know it's tough when it's the first one. So the first one, and you made it halfway through the season. You're undefeated, and all of a sudden you're going into sorry, Sam D, an apparently easier opponent that you'd well, think. Well, Sam D beat me. Oh, really? Yeah, it was when my people were all injured, oh. but still. I mean, you you can't rule anybody out at this point. Right. Absolutely. Um, So, oh, my God. So, Sam D Mm -hmm. beats the number one East. Yep. And is now, I mean, like, come on, that's a feather in your cap regardless of where you are in the standings. It is. You beat the undefeated team. I mean, you got to feel good about that. Yeah. Sam D, feel good. But also, Lori, is this one loss? Yeah. You're still on top. Oh, my God. You still got the whole season. Yeah. I mean, like, you're still standing. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Now let's go over to the Sam B. Sam B's thing. Okay. <laughs> the uh, undefeated, only undefeated team so far. Yes. I have a feeling that's going to change this week. You know, it's too close to call, John. I was looking at that and the averages and the, uh, the projections. I still think it's too close. Do you really? I, I don't. Yeah, this one's going to make me nervous. I don't know. I'll be checking my score, of course, to see I'm Erica winning. I think I'm going to make a call right now. <laughs> oh, you're going to. I am going to call this one. Sam B, love you to death, but I'm pretty sure Lori's going to win this. Oh. Do you want to know why? Yeah, I would. Okay. Because, I mean, this is this is a tough matchup. No, absolutely. This is going to be a tough matchup. But I, I see some weaknesses in, um, or I saw them. It looks like she might have corrected some of them. Um, well, I know she was working on it. I mean, she was also sending me some chats, some chats. yesterday. Yeah. So, um, so she her primary quarterback is out, um, mm-hmm. and not out out, just bye on a bye. Yeah. Um, and so were her two top wideouts. They were on. They're on buys this mm-hmm. upcoming week. She really didn't have any. I mean, she had to go out and go pull some strings to find some receivers because she had no healthy ones on her bench. But she's doing it. No, she's doing it. I mean, she's got one questionable sitting out yeah. there on the on the uh, Jamison Crowder. I saw that. Yeah, he, he's out there. I mean, she's got Taylor Lockett, so I mean that's good. Yeah, so maybe he'll yeah, have yeah. another like stellar week. I hope um, so. I hope the quarterback situation. Well, like that's the one that worries me the most. Off, I think yeah. for for the whole thing, um, because Tua has only played a game. I mean, look at his average. On, it's point four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like he is. He's um, played week six. Uh-huh. He had a bye, yeah. and now he's going to play up. Now, is he playing against the Rams? I see. That's I the thing. I don't so. know because because but, here's the thing. Yeah. There's not enough information on him because he right. hasn't played enough damn games. However, okay, so. They're both warm weather teams, so they've got that in their favor. Right. So hopefully it won't be like a shock, you know, all of a sudden going to Minnesota, <laughs> like, oh, crap. <laughs> but see what I'm saying? Like, Wario has 114 projected. Sam the Holograms, 116. I, it's too close for me to call, John. I can't. Mm. And plus, like. Well, Sam came back and made some good changes, but it, I think it's a matter of she doesn't have her reliable sitting in her back so pocket. So do you think that Sam would be Mothra and Lori would be Godzilla in this situation? I do. Okay, you I heard do. it here first, folks. I do, and I and I still think, wow, she needs some damn changes. Look she, at that. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying I'm not. I, I can't. Like, <laughs> also, wow. these are like some of my closest friends. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, I can't make the call now. I know she made her okay. changes. She made her changes, like so which is good. This is good. good. This yeah, is good. we can't make this call. No, this is going to be too close to call, guys. If you're going to watch any game this weekend, if you're going to just like peek <laughs> in on a game, if you're going to watch the app religiously you need to watch this one yeah. this, guys this is going to be a titanic battle so there Number- might be a line on it in vegas in case Ooh. anyone feels like putting anything down <laughs> yeah right 
I have to understand what a line is before I, I can do that. I just would say, go friends. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not <laughs> betting because I, I, there's no way I could choose. No, I, I don't. Man, this is – I mean, she she made some great changes. Right? Like, I mean, that waiver wire went today. So she must have done mm – -hmm. let's take a look at the report here. Um, transact – nope. Where is the hell – waiver report. Let's see who got what today. Um, oh, good. Um, it looks like Barn Dance got mm -hmm. Albert – Okenwugumbunum. Oh, she did need him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Sarah got Traquan Smith. Awesome. Um, Flea Flickers got Boston Scott. Mm. Oh, sorry, Lori. Looks like you tried for it, but you failed. Um, but you did get Jay, um, Jamakal. Jam I have no idea what this name Jamakal, is. Jamakal, man. Jamakal Hasty. <laughs> Call me now for your oh free God. reading. He's a running back. <laughs> Jamakal Hasty. Oh man, that's a great name. That is a great that's name a great for running name. back. Um, oh, here it is. Okay, so oh. Sam, Sam and the Holograms got Darnell Mooney. So she picked up Mooney. Hey, John, huh? can I bring up something else to your Please. attention? Okay, so another dynamic matchup this mm -hmm. week. Um, Foley's Flea Flickers are projected to get 102. Dope Freshness is projected to get 102.3. Oh. Wow. Talk about too close to call. That is yeah. it. That well, they is both the one. are very, very close. So I'm looking at two possible great matchups here. Barn Dance got uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nice. Way That's to go, Belinda. Awesome. Go, good job, Belinda. I'm glad you. I'm. I'm. I'm glad you heard mm -hmm. that. Um, Lamichael Perrine. Um, she didn't get that because somebody else had already gotten dropped. That was Wario. And Ooh. then Barn Dance also got Jason Sanders. Okay, so Belinda and Barn Dance have an important matchup, too, this week. Do they? Um, against Gabe and his West College Corner Fighting Quakers. Um, <laughs> kill we'll <hear> Quakers, kill. <laughs> fight with the inner light. We'll hear more about that later. Um, <laughs> but they are very close, too. Uh, Belinda's projected 84, and Gabe is projected at 86. So Ooh. that's going to be another one to watch, people. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I just this. What a week. Man, this is a great week that we got coming up. It really is. Dope freshness, man. I can't believe that. Yeah, that one is going to be intense. And you Ooh. know how dope is. How is she beating you so badly? I yeah. Like I I, like I how, why is she so much higher than you? John, like you've got Devonte right? Yeah, I got Devonte. It's best just not to look at it. I got wow, Devonte. That one hurts. I know. That You're telling hurts. me. Uh oh. So it's a Sam. So it's Nick versus Sam D this week. Uh oh. Oh, that's a fight in the house right there. Yeah. And that one's kind of that one's also really too close to call. I mean, it's one hundred five to one twelve. It's going to be a great week, guys. This is a good week for football. When those bye weeks start rolling in, it's so much fun. Oh, it is, really. I enjoy that so much. So, guys, that's our topic for the week. Um, I don't have any bye week info because I apparently completely skipped that section today. That's okay. Just watch your, your app. Get yeah. on. Um, look and make sure all your team are actually playing. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's go on to the interview. All right, guys. So, um, I'm going to send this back to Heather with our amazing interview with Mike Kumler. Heather? Hi, everyone. We're here today with our special guest, Michael Kumler. Hello. Hello. And if you could give us a brief introduction uh, as of when you started, you know, being a manager of fantasy football and also what you're doing at the university now. Yep. So uh, I, I am very gracious that they've let me stay in the library league now that I'm no longer with the libraries. But 
Uh, in the middle of this COVID stuff, I actually moved over to the College of Engineering and Computing. So doing development oh. work over there. And so been a big change. Uh, I was part of the library's team for, I guess it was eight years. Yeah, you're founding that. sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so I, I think I've, I've done the football every year and, you know, it's, it's just been nice to stay with that as my uh, responsibilities have changed. But football itself, I've been playing fantasy football 27 years, I think, 27 years, 27 or 28 years. Wow. That, oh, wow. That is amazing. Can you tell us a little bit more about that league? So it's a, it's a stupid, dumb, fun league up in Columbus. Uh, actually, so two years ago, no, last year was the 30th year of the league. And I didn't start off right away. Uh, I started with uh, like the second or third year. I can't remember exactly right of the league. But yeah, it was kind of crazy because it was some friends of mine from elementary school. Uh, we all had been friends all along and we started, we were all huge baseball fans and we were playing at that point, rotisserie baseball was the first thing that started to get popular. And we literally just said, Hey, why don't we do this for football? And this is pre-internet days. You know, I mean, literally we had to, we had to get it out of the USA today. We decided was the official scorekeeper because also between different papers, I grew up in Columbus and the Columbus dispatch might have different statistics than the USA today and all different things like that. So we made up our own, uh, completely made up our own rules and guidelines and everything. So at this point, it's now a, uh, it still has continued. It's a 37 man roster. We play IDP. Um, you Can you know, explain what IDP is? Individual defensive players. So I have, oh. To, oh, I have to start uh, four four linemen and three linebackers or three linemen and four linebackers. And you have to start defensive backs and oh my God, you get points for tackles and safeties and sacks and kind of everything. It's, it's a pretty insane, uh, insane thing, but now it's kind of grown into this own beast that we still do to this day. And we have to use a pay, uh, pay online site to even manage it because the scoring is so weird and all the rules are so weird. And oh my the other, goodness. The other thing is is we play all the way through the Super Bowl. So okay. So once the first team clinches a playoff spot, your rosters freeze. And so that very last week you're picking up all sorts of people trying to think because you continue to get points all the way through to the Super Bowl. And so we have something called the belt which is a head-to-head -head competition through the playoffs. And so that usually gets you a couple hundred bucks if you win that. Oh and then goodness. there's also the big overall season winner uh, also. So it, it's a lot of fun, but it um, takes up quite a bit of time. Uh, but, you know, it's worth it. And you've been doing it for so, year, so many years. It's kind of weird because there's literally almost no advice sites that you can go to because the scoring is so unique. Um, you know, in the 10 teams, there will probably be, you know, coming out of the draft, um, you know, there's probably 60 running backs already taken from the start from the draft. And so, you know, I mean, the level of depth is so much different in the league than any of the help that you'll see on CBS or ESPN or anything like that. So, so this is not a dynasty league then? It is not a dynasty. Okay. Redraft every year and but it's funny because there's been for so many years, there's draft trends and, you know, mm -hmm. you kind of know who's going to be the first one to get in there. And 
there's very few years that are a shocker. This year was one of the biggest because the guy that was drafting, uh, do a snake draft mm-hmm. so back and forth, one to 10, 10 to one, one to 10. So the guy that was in our 10 spot this year actually went Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Oh, back to back. That is just, a surprise. Yeah. Just to try to leverage for knowing that mm-hmm. someone is going to lose. And so it's probably going to happen this week. The guy, uh, let's see, Joey's in second place, lost Dak Prescott. So mo- most likely this week, I'm guessing that Lamar Jackson gets traded to him for a boatload of value because <laughs> you're sitting there in second place. And, you know, I can't remember who he's got as Dak's backup, but most likely it's, you know, it's, someone that yeah. was going to be a one week fill in. So oh, oh, man. You, can't, you can't roll with Andy Dalton. I wish I wish he could. I'd love to see Dalton yeah. do well, but you're probably oh, yeah. not going to stay in second place with Dalton as your quarterback. No, no, <laughs> Unfortunately, not at all. Unfortunately, but I do wish him well, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he came in and played really well Sunday. I mean, it, it's, he did. they came back and I think they came back and won. So. How so strange so, was it, though, to see that blue uniform? Like, what? That's yeah. weird. He probably uh, loved it, though, actually having – halfway good players i was gonna say an <laughs> offensive line to stop things I mean, what's that like i mean i know oh. oh my god i turned it on for one second and all i saw was joe walking away and his whole back of his jersey was nothing but green like I just green skid marks i was just like oh my god okay i can't watch anymore speaking <laughs> of joe i really like what you've done with your name of the team mike uh you like that over the rhine that's beautiful yes yeah, Love it. it's a good name Stops. So my my three kind of ESPN leagues are uh, yeah Joe over the Rhine, Beg Steel or Burrow. And <laughs> That's I, good. I had to keep one uh, Frost Mixon. I ha- I had to keep that one from last year. Just I don't know. I really like that, that one. That's a good one. That was good. Yeah. Well, try you know a little little bit, little little not highbrow. There's no highbrow in football. Maybe no. maybe, right. maybe think about it a little bit. Yeah. No, that's a good one. I like that one. Um, so, um, one other question about your um, big fancy league that you've been on for 20- stu- stupid, not fancy. Definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for most of us, like I've even been playing for nine years. So that's like a long, long time. So it's really cool. You have all that experience. But um, how has COVID really affected that with your bench? Like how deep are your benches? Yeah. So on a, let's see, a normal week, we start um you start one quarterback two or three running backs two or three wide receivers one or two tight ends kicker three four dbs three four linebackers four dbs so that's what 17 mm-hmm. 17 or 19 and so you've got 37 spots so i mean you we've got 20 people on the bench but it definitely has changed it also with your starting lineups of trying to decide you know like is anyone going to play what's tuesday night is it titans and somebody like do you take the risk denver of- putting them, you guys talked about that, I think last week with Aaron a little bit on, on how you do that and everything. Mm-hmm. One thing for that league that has changed is we did put a COVID spot in ordinarily every, every transaction is an, a dollar added to the pot in that league. So to drop someone costs you a dollar to pick someone wow. up costs you a dollar, you know, so every move, there was a lot more pressure. We did, we did decide this year that we did put I, I think we have an unlimited amount of COVID spots that if the player is officially put on the, the COVID, IR. COVID list, yes. Mm-hmm. But, and we said no money for that, but any other move does cost money. So if you really want to put somebody in 
on that COVID list, you can, but it still costs you money to pick up somebody to replace them and then oh my eventually gosh. to drop them. But, you know, we didn't really kind of know what the year was going to be like, but, you know, if whoever you want to say Mahomes goes on that list, you obviously mm-hmm. don't want to drop him. You right. want to, you want to have access to him, and it might be worth though for you picking up somebody, but yeah, it hasn't been used a ton because of that still having to throw in money. I think it'd be different if there was no money, but it's been I think used it'd a couple be times. And John, you'd be up to like $400. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I have, it, it completely changes. I mean, I mean the, the transactions and there's no waiver wire either. So that oh. is, that oh, is whoa. real time. Cool. So literally that's how I found out about the Dak Prescott was I got the alert on my phone saying that, that Dalton had been picked up. I'm like, something had to have happened to Dak for, for Joe to go mm-hmm. pick up Dalton. There's no, you know, I mean, it had to be, bad bad to pay you know. for dalton i mean yeah yeah and yeah. so you know it, it's a completely different again it, it's it it makes all the other things so weird the idea of waiver wires or anything else like that it's just straight real time and and cost, that's crazy cost you cash yeah i would be i'm i'm sure i'm at 30 bucks by now like, I, like I, i'm sure i'm close to 30 transactions by now yeah. It's higher than that, John. I'm we, sure. <laughs> it's way higher than that. We we usually prepay, you know, most of the teams will prepay for 30 transactions loosely, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just when we put the money in on draft day, we usually just kind of throw most teams throw in 20 to 30, 40 bucks in there just so they're not having to be hunted down at the end of the season. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've done. 54 transactions is that right activate yeah. that no there's no way no there's a way no 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 i've acquired <laughs> four no i've acquired 14 so i've done 14 acquisitions hmm. and i've probably, dropped 14 probably 14 drops before yeah, that. 14 drops too yeah because i'm like i i keep my i keep it pretty tight with a with a one-to-one ratio of going in and going out type stuff um yeah th- this this is not good year for me i like this has been a I've been getting my butt handed to me this week. Well, and that and that's one of the things that's so different with that stuff, at least for me. And I know you guys have kind of talked about this before of streaming week to week, like kickers and defense and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, that's something I would never do if I was having to pay money for all of those. But in right. all my free, so to speak, ESPN leagues, and even I'm in I'm even in a money ESPN league, but there's no transaction fee. Okay. Um, I'm streaming kickers and defense every week. I don't have a kicker on my bench for almost all of my teams. I don't have a defensive team on my bench for almost all of my teams. Oh, wow. Really? Every week, just who I think's in the best position. And sometimes if there's a, if there's a defense, I really like, Mm -hmm. I might keep a streamer one, you know, and that second team kind of switches in and out when there's a really good matchup. But for most of my teams, I don't keep, I definitely don't keep a backup kicker. Um, wow really interesting yeah because I mean I always I have a secondary kicker like I I, yeah I mean and I've used him once already because one guy was I mean because they missed the they did they pushed their game for a bye week right so so I was just like oh god now I have to go find a kicker And, and they both score relatively the same like like as far as like their um their projections and how they've actually done they're actually really good I like that you know, I mean, I, at least, at least for most, you know, they're, 
I mean, if you really talk at 10, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to look, but I bet that the top 10 kickers in most scoring systems Mm -hmm. or even top 15 kickers are all within a point or two, you know? And so I'd agree with that. um, Even if if you go down to the top, I don't know. the starting kicker for every team, even the worst one is probably, again, depending on the system slightly. Right. Four points, maybe, you know, difference on, right. on, on average for the season, you know, and that's just not, could it make a difference? Absolutely. But I'd rather keep that, you know, I'd rather have another wide receiver. One of the, one of the ESPN leagues I'm in, we start, you can start up to four wide receivers and only one running back. And <laughs> so, you know, that's, you know, that's a bunch of, no, I'm sorry, five, five wide receivers. I think our league, it's four. Can't we start four? Yeah, um, because the flex. Yeah, yeah that's like the flex. And right. so I think I'm in one that's actually up to five wide receivers you could start. So the value of having one more wide receiver option to me is worth a lot more than a, a backup kicker option. So. That makes sense. So the top 12 kickers of, all of our kickers right now and they are all owned by someone except for two um the difference in points is four points exactly for the top 12 kickers there's a four point difference between them and two of those are open right you said yes two of those yeah actually the highest scoring one right now for and i'm only looking at their averages but the highest one right now is 15 and a half points and i'm not going to say who it is because y'all have to go out and go do your own damn homework um (laughs) but uh well, actually, this will be weeks later. So Jason yeah. Sanders is from Miami. It has got the highest average score right now. So, I mean, I, and, and I, I own two of the top five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I own two of the top five. So I, I never thought about leveraging that as a trade option, but I might have to do that. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, – I, I need to get a better quarterback. So. I need a defense. I got negative four points this week. Way to go. San Fran, woo. <laughs> and, and I think your, your tendency on those – at least speaking for myself is just to roll with it, you know, you know, that you don't really, you know, I might really look at what running backs to change up or what wide receivers in a starting week on those. I tend to just be like, unless someone's facing Kansas city or, you know, a Baltimore or something like that. I think the tendency on defense is to just roll with it and whoever pays attention to kicker. I mean, hell I drafted Sloman in most of my leagues just because of Miami, you know, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't really, Yes, it does matter if you've got a Tucker or back in the day a Zerline or somebody like that a little bit, but mm-hmm. most of Shane the time. Graham. Yeah. Remember Shoe Day? That's no. the way we got points that year. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, so Kumler, you have a favorite team, right? Bengals. Yeah, yes. Welcome. Who Day? Who Day? Yep. Well, now, yeah. It's, it's different living in a household where my. Uh, because of Big Ben, my 16-year-old loves the Steelers. And Ugh. my 10-year-old, just because she's the youngest, uh, says she loves the Patriots. Oh, God, so, that hurts. Yeah, it's, oh, it's kind of – The pain. It, yeah, it, it's but it's kind of fun because I actually enjoy hearing them kind of getting into each other a little bit too. And my oldest definitely does follow – you know, she definitely knows all the Steelers. My youngest, it's more of a just they've been really good, and there's some people at school that like them and that sort of thing. But definitely, my oldest, it's kind of fun to see her 
even though it's the Steelers, I still like seeing her get into it. And well, she probably watched Ben play, right? I don't know. No, she didn't get to see him ever in person, but yeah, she, uh, she definitely, anything to do with Miami is kind of good for her. And so she kind of likes that. So that's cool. Her, and it's kind of weird, but so many, I mean, if you think about your fandom, a lot of it is, is kind of where you grow up and everything and how you grow up her, one of her fifth grade teachers in a pretty small elementary school was a huge Bengals fan and he absolutely hated the Steelers and they kind of had this in a positive way antagonistic relationship that I think that that added to it too so she already had had Miami Big Ben jerseys and stuff like that but then seeing that she could kind of antagonize Mr. E a little bit more and be a Steelers (laughs) fan I think that added to it and I think they had probably starting second grade, maybe third grade, they had wagers every year on Steelers Bengals games on then who'd have to wear jerseys, the losers and, you know, things like that. So I think that that helped embed even more of it into it too. So, which is kind of fun. Absolutely. Makes it fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when else can you actually like, kind of like dig at your teachers, right? I mean, absolutely. And, and he would full, I mean, he would not hold up to, you know, I mean, if the Bengals would win, he would give it right back to any of the kids that would give it to him and, and all good fandom would, would really get into it. That's all. That's, I mean, that's fun. That's a, I mean, I think that's a sign of a good teacher. I think that's a sign of, you know, just like it's good engagement at any level. hundred percent, hundred percent. So, um, let me see here. We've answered a lot of our questions, so I'm just going to go off script now. So, so you've been managing for so long. What would you say over your 20 some years of managing? Um, what's like the biggest, I don't know, thing that you've learned? Like, like you just, you, you had like an epiphany moment and went, ah, I will never do that again, or I should continue doing this one thing. Yeah, I think if, if you're if you think about like the the life cycle of a league, where do you put your most time in? It's getting ready for the draft, and you know, so taking taking out of account injuries and stuff like that, the first couple of weeks of a season, trust that that's where you drafted someone. You know, it, it there there is a point in the season where you have to give up on somebody, but. I mean, if you really put all that time into drafting quarterback X, Y, Z, and they've got a couple bad weeks, you don't jump ship all, you know, super quick. And, and you know, you got to look at all 16, 17, 18, all the way to the Super Bowl, whatever your weeks mm-hmm. are to, to understand that there's a little bit of a long play game. Again, that's taking injuries out of it, but, you know, I'll try to take advantage of is a nice way to say it, but, you know, <laughs> especially if I'm in leagues for money, there's kind of an expectation of how serious you are in it. If someone's really having a horrible first couple of weeks, I'll go, I'll jump in there and try to buy, buy low on somebody to give up way early, you know, just mm-hmm. because it, it's such an easy habit to just say, you know, I'm going to bag it in early. This, this player is stinking this year. And now there's a reason you took them in the third round, fifth round, you know, that, that you've mm-hmm. got to have some faith in there without, given up too early no i yeah i i agree with that like as much as i do acquisition trades like i mean and i'm i'm very much aware of that i'm generally trading away what i think is the bottom of my barrel before i touch anybody that i've picked in my first two rounds like i mean i would never look at anybody in my first two rounds particularly where wherever i was at in that round like if i'm the last one yeah like or the last person heather um yeah right um (laughs) 
I would I mean, like I, it does matter where you are in your draft order. I mean, I, you just can't just blindly get rid of people. But the people I get rid of, I I'm like looking at them going like, OK, I right. forgot about this other player that I still see is available and I prefer that player. So, I mean, I, like that's the kind of trades that I do early later on in the thing. It's like, okay, I desperate, like I'm in, I'm looking to trade out quarterbacks right now. Like I'm looking for actual honest to God trades. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and but the funny thing with our league here is that there's never been a trade in the history of the library league. There's never no. been an inter-squad inter-owner no. trade. As far as we know, I know you've actually been on the league longer, but I think Vince said, and he was the original commissioner that there were none. I would trust Vince. I, I yeah. that, that's one of those other life lessons, you know. Vince Vince says it's so you you tend to trust him in in fantasy football. I, I I think as long as I've been playing in leagues with him, I love it every single year. Oh, I've been so busy with softball, or I've been so busy with this, and yet he can tell you the third running back for the Dolphins and how many <laughs> yards he had last week, and you know he he he's got no doubt on that. But John, I think your your point is exactly right. Also, with with the trading of the value, except when it comes down to like this week with Dak, you know, at some point you may have to just make a decision that that value between that running back that I have on the bench, that difference between getting rid of one of my top running backs for the rest of the season compared to the difference between my backup quarterback and what I was getting out of Dak might just be worth it. You have to give up something to get something, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. And inevitably I'm guessing, you know, there's probably a couple of quarterbacks that are available in our league that are probably going to be starters. I'm, I'm guessing, you know, like, a, Oh, Denver's quarterback that's coming back. Um, oh yeah. Drew Locke's mm-hmm. probably out there mm-hmm. and, you know, probably, probably all, six of the Washington football team quarterbacks are probably out there, you know, whoever's going to start. And and that's just a trade-off on what you were getting before and what you're getting now to see if it's worth giving up. You know, there's probably a, I don't know how long Cam's still out for because I don't have him in any of my leagues, but, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, whoever's streaming with New England, you might be able to get a couple Mm -hmm. weeks out of somebody there. And And that's what I was looking for. I'm looking to trade up uh, Tom Brady with Cam Newton and a, uh, um, a wide out from, from somebody. So I, yeah, I would love to do that. Well, we were just joking about it, but I mean, Dalton, yeah, you know, Dalton may be a free pickup now this week. You know, I doubt someone's going to waiver wire him. Maybe whoever has, has Dak might have to, but you know, I mean, that, that's, that's just kind of, is that, what's that trade-off? What's, what's Dalton going to give you compared to what you're giving up with the wide receiver and whatever to get fill in the blank, you know, right. that, that may not it may be worth it of just trying to go through the waiver wire and putting it a priority impending starman so elizabeth i believe has dak yes and she's our next interview today so that's yeah well there you go we'll have to talk to her about that yeah Yeah. you can try to snoop on her john a little bit but yeah you know i mean (laughs) it it, that's the fun of the trade-off and and how much you know how much of a a trader joe does your alter ego want to be or not and uh, you know, and then there's also, you can, uh, sometimes play on people's allegiances and, you know, how much, how much do they want to keep a burrow or, a 
terrible Colts player or something like that because they, <laughs> you know you never know how much you can play off of that right well I mean I have to admit I messed up last week I put Tom Brady in to start with and then I read the ESPN um, news apps and stuff like that, and and uh, they were talking about what's the matter timeout what yeah because you asked me who to put in and I said I really hate to say this but put Brady in and I did you I'm, did I immediately I, I immediately put him in but then Saturday night was when the <laughs> was when the ESPN news came out that said Brady isn't looking good against whoever they played last week like they 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 predicted that he wouldn't do well and he didn't he really didn't he only got 14 points so Wait, I did thought, he do better than Joe Oh anybody could do better than Joe I don't even think he got a point Baltimore last week. is tough Let me see what did Joe get last week Let 3 oh last week oh no that was 4 point uh 4.32 he got this week he got 4.32 points this week and, so, and that's that's that you know that's that other hard part of it too that is so much with fantasy of there's football good and then there's fantasy good you know absolutely having you know a quarterback having a team that sucks um fill in the blank daniel jones or yeah. some of those Dalton. Gonna, yeah don't sit there just gonna throw it i mean Dak was averaging like 50 pass attempts that you can't tell me that they're going to change their offense so much that he's not going to be throwing it 35, 40 times. And exactly. There's value in that, regardless of if they don't, you know, that they suck. I would guess ordinarily, I bet on the year Burrow is a mid level fantasy quarterback, probably just because they're throwing it so much, you know, and the, and the rest of the team. I just wish the offensive line would help support him in his throwing. Like, I think that's what they need next year. I mean, okay, now we're going to go into Bengals talk. I think next year they just need to start picking up some first round, second round O-linemen to stop, to stop it. Because unless they're running the two minute drill, which I think Joe is very good at running um, at that high speed. um, If he wants to drop back into a pocket, he has to have people there to make that pocket for him. And that's just not happening. And good God, keep him healthy, please. We yes. Heard it. I mean, every time he takes a hit, I'm like, oh, no, is he okay? Like, I, yeah, well, I saw the, um, I was watching it. I was looking at Erica's score. She's got the Baltimore defense, and I noticed that it was at 16. I was like, holy crap. At the time when I looked at it, it was like three sacks. I mean, I was like, oh, God, this is only the first half. Like, yeah. it was. Mm. And and there's enough, ex- you know, you look at Klingler's, you look at Achilles Smith's. I mean, there's examples across the league that, there's a fine line of that learning experience and getting back there and then just getting your head knocked off. And yeah. So that, that is a, that is a fine line that, that you play, but I think strictly in fantasy, any quarterback that's throwing it 30 plus times, mm-hmm. assuming they're just not Nick Foles, maybe, I mean, right. just, or, or uh, no, who is the guy that he replaced with the bears, the Trubisky. I mean, unless oh, yeah. just, an absolutely horrible quarterback any any nfl quarterback is throwing it 30 35 times is is an okay fantasy streaming option it's it's right it may not be a top line you know starter but if you've got to do it for a week or two that it's it, there's there's worse things you could do oh yeah i agree about that yes 100 mm-hmm. that is absolutely like yeah I, I i mean i've watched games where um, I think there was one game. In fact, it might have been the game when Alvin Kamara went off and got me something like 40 points. I don't know that New Orleans won that game. I didn't even care. I mean, they just kept here. Here you go. Take the ball and run. And I'm like, yes, run, please. Well, that and that's completely changed the entire business of the NFL. I mean, that's the whole reason why the Red Zone channel even exists, mm-hmm. which is now I, 
I thought I heard, and I might be completely wrong in this, but I thought last year that there were times that there was more people watching the red zone than there was any of the regular national broadcasts because that's, <laughs> that's for fantasy. I mean, that is a hundred percent fantasy because mm-hmm. if, if your home team is not on wherever you are, or you like somebody out of market or whatever it is, that's what, it, if I had that, that's what I would be watching constantly is just mm-hmm. doing that or, you know, so many different things like that. Yeah, I've thought about switching to Dish just so I can get the free NFL ticket, just so I can watch any game at any time and just like, wee, um, tape all the games and just flash through for all the highlights. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, it has, it, it is, I, I think fantasy football and the money around it has completely changed the NFL watching experience. And I don't get to go to many games. I know, Heather, you're, you were in a lot of them in person, but I think they've changed a lot, even on like the scoreboard data and how they're tracking out of, out of town games and stuff. I bet from seven, 10 years ago, completely different. Well, it's, it's different in the club level because from where I'm at, which is the, you know, owners and players and everything, we can see there's like four TVs. One is the live feed and the other three are what's going on in the division. Yeah. You can keep up with divisional scores. But yeah, John's there too, actually. Yeah, I work, I, um, I volunteer at um, some of the food booths for uh, nice. Bless Our Children. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's definitely, it's an, ex- it, especially if there's a, <laughs> I hate to say it this way, especially if we're playing a great team, like yes. it, it, it's, it's so much fun. I mean, the energy levels are high. Um, yeah. last year when the Steelers came in, I didn't know what to expect because it was the first time I'd ever been to a Bengals game with the Steelers fans present. Um, they were super nice actually. Like it was all in good fun, all that kind of stuff. The people that we, the people that we met, not, it wasn't like the nastiness that you hear about sometimes um it was a it was a fun game it's because you weren't out there hanging around in the parking lot like heather is (laughs) yeah i'm I'm not in the parking lot (laughs) (laughs) in my level i don't really have a lot of riffraff but um (laughs) and that sort of thing oh my goodness um okay so let's see here um let's wind this down here with kind of go for it well, this one is kind of one that we asked Vince because he has a lot of experience as well. And it would be what advice you have for John and I as uh, commissioners, um, mm-hmm. as you have, you know, what, 20 some years in on this. Advice for you guys as commissioners. Um, keep bringing new people into it. You know, I mean, that that's something, even if it's adding a second league, I know over in UA, we've got, I think, three, three, three leagues kind of going you know it's a it's a fun way to to keep up the companionship especially in all of this covid world mm-hmm. you know a little bit of fun back and forth i love that you guys are doing this podcast that's really cool um and, and just keep on even if it's even if it's people who you know are colts fans or don't know anything about fantasy football we still want them you know in here too and so you know kind of getting some of those dynamics i think are really good uh good to do it and and, and brings a lot to it too because if it is there's a uniqueness when you have a whole bunch of very experienced players and stuff like that. And that's a different experience. I think there's a lot more fun with mm-hmm. people just learning and getting them exposed to it and, and trying it a little bit because it is, it is a fun thing to do. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I know we are plan we are trying very hard to get, bring new people into it and we'll mm-hmm. talk to you. We'll talk to your daughter later because I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> if she, if she wants to start playing, we'd love to have she her because we, yeah, yeah, we want, yeah. we need four teams. We, we have to have four teams for next year so we can have can two 10 team leagues. Three already interested. One yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liking that. 
That's just her and Joanne are just going to lie and make up three more teams. And no, <laughs> nice. here's, here's one that I can pick all Bengals. And here's one that I can pick people from that are the cutest guys. And then here's one. Now we have one. Do they, um, if they have a mustache or any like facial hair and then ones that don't. Do oh, they're. One year that somebody did that. I think that was. That would was be hysterical. Moral? uh laurel laurel one year did yeah the, the hottest guys yeah, uh, yeah, she was scanning the espn yeah. picture she just picked whoever was the hottest guy she could find okay but she did well that year like yes like yes. didn't she i don't know if she won but she was in the top five for sure i don't yeah i don't think she won yeah. but yeah she did and, and those are some of those things that they always talk about like with march madness that someone who picks like the mascots and then all the people that think they know everything and they end up losing to the mascot chosen. That, that kind of sets you back a little bit when, yeah, when it's, when it's, when it's hot guy fantasy football and you lose to them, it, it kind of puts you in your place a little bit. Yeah. It's all in good fun, you know? Exactly. Right. right. So, okay. So one last thing for you um, before we wrap it up and, and this is like, this is massively important. Do you have any questions for us? Who is your absolutely favorite player that you never will have on your fantasy team? Oh, God. Oh, this is tough. You know, we talked about realistic football versus fantasy football. Right. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I mean, watching – well, no, not Ben. That, that, okay, so player that I like that I won't have on my team. Honestly, any stealer. It doesn't matter. Any Steeler. <laughs> I try never to put a Steeler on my time. Like, like, cause I mean, I was born and raised in Cincinnati. So, so that, that, that despisement of the Steelers is very deeply ingrained in me. So like, in fact, in our house, we call them Cheatsburg. So yeah, hey, I, I would say call them on the air. It's not proper for the cast. So yeah. So, so for me, honestly, it is and like I loved Le'Veon Bell. I, I loved watching that man run down the field when he was with Pittsburgh, but there's not a chance in hell I would put him on my team. <laughs> Just couldn't do it. Can this be a player who no longer plays? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Palomalu on that because again, like great player. Yeah. But I just wouldn't be able to do it. The other one would probably be Troy Aikman because when I really took an interest in football, that was the big, you know, Cowboys year that everything was great. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. It's Troy Aikman. And now I'm like, what was I thinking? But it's just, you know, when you're a kid and you're like, Oh, absolutely. It's, it's all where you pick up your fandom and everything like that. And then those are, you know, and sometimes those are the fun ones of, of like, well, I think I mentioned earlier, Sloman, like I, I took Sloman in a bunch of leagues just because it's awesome to have somebody who came from Miami and just to have it out there and doesn't really impact anything. But mm-hmm. if there's really money on the table and that sort of thing, that would change it. But, you know, it's yeah. of, you, you want to have those reasons to watch or not watch and and cheer against or cheer for. So Absolutely. <laughs> So, um, everybody, so Mike, th- thank you so much for joining Absolutely. us. Like, like it was, it's been an honest, it was, it's been really fun. I really enjoyed really great it. Great interview. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very Sorry much. I didn't have an alter ego to bring to the table or, or one of my daughters are in school today. You know, the, those, those things get in the way that I, I couldn't bring a dope freshness to the table or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No worries. But seriously, we thank you so much. Um, we, we really appreciate having you on today. Absolutely. Thank you guys. What 
an interview. I know. He knows so much about fantasy football. Well, he's been doing it 27 years. Yeah, I mean, it's a wealth of knowledge, honestly. It was such a, I mean, such a great time and such an easy interview. He had, so, I mean, I, kind of, I just sat there like yeah. staring at the screen like, <laughs> I know, we were keep both, talking, Mike. We were like, okay, wow, but you have to pay yeah. to make moves? Uh, yeah, we would be broke. I would be, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, wouldn't no. be able to do this if we had to pay. Same. That's why we keep it free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will always be free here. But, I mean, just knowing that you're in a league that does that is, is like, beyond me. Yeah. Kumler, I'm glad you can budget for that mm-hmm. because I, I could yeah. make trades. Well, I mean, I guess you ha- really have to know your draft. Yeah. Right? You have to know how to draft. And you definitely aren't doing 16 teams. You're doing, like, 10. So you but have a still, bench to at least go around, right? I mean, but still, that doesn't count Corona this year. And Absolutely. Well, he had that exception for the he corona. He did. He did, which I'm glad they added for them mm-hmm. because, you know, but also um, just injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know if your guy's going to get hurt. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, great. And now great. I have to spend money to drop one yeah, and spend money another. to pick one. So craziness. But now, one good thing came out of that conversation, though. Yes. We got a new team owner probably next year. Hopefully, year. possibly. As long as we keep it pretty PG. And I'm sure Kumler doesn't want his daughter hearing our, our crap. P- P- <laughs> okay, so we'll have to have an ex- Explicit room and a non-explicit room. I mean, She's 16, is that right? Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah. Sure, like, okay, I'm well, sorry. I know, but still, like, it, it's awkward to hear in front of your dad. Like. Well, yeah, but that's okay. He doesn't have to engage. Maybe she watch her start smack talking. Oh, ah! that would be fun. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to have a John mm-hmm. and Erica room and then we'll, everybody else room. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that could be interesting. We uh, could do that in Zoom and have like breakout. I sessions know, right? And, yeah. So, so, and I want to be a host so I can go to both rooms. And right. Be like, oh, oh amen, yeah. Check it out. Let's no, see you what's and I will be here. hosting the okay. whole thing. Oh, that'll be fun. Because I mean, we're the commissions. The commissions. So anyhow, um, so that was it. Was an amazing interview. Yes. I mean, I'm glad. I mean. I never knew such things existed. So to have a, I mean, 27 years. And I'm sorry, t- the same years. group of guys, the same group of friends, that long. I mean, yes. that is, is really awesome in itself, too, mm-hmm. because I know from my own experiences that I've lost touch with some friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not all of them, but, like, you, you oh, yeah. just through life, life. You, you just lose touch sometimes. So that's really cool. And, and, yeah, and just to continue to do it with football as your backdrop is, yeah. like, I think, amazing. So... What do you say we call it a show? I think. You think um, so? We, it's time to thank right. some people, John. So we first want to thank Lori and C Plus I, as always, because wow. of the amazing room that we get to work in every week. Yes. Um, and then we also like to thank all of our listeners, like you. Aww. And if you want to get more, Patreon.com. Um, <laughs> so, honestly, guys, thank you so much for continuing to listen. Um, our shenanigans are shenanigans. <laughs> we love doing them. We and, do. And it's so much fun. We hope that you enjoy it. We do. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, we really mean this, guys. If you guys have suggestions for the show, please reach out to us. Okay. We also, like, the book suggestion, um, like, I want to hear from you people. Yeah. I want to hear, like, who's reading two books at once. And also, if you have any TV or movie suggestions. We're open to all of that. Absolutely. We'll so, read them off next week. Yeah. So, so John, I have, yes. a, I have a question for you. Okay, what's that? Um, what did the ghoul say to the vampire? Hell if I know. What did the ghoul say to the vampire? Well, I'm glad you asked. The ghoul said...
uh, talking to me? Yes, absolutely. Ah. No, no, it's talking to you, really. Yes, yes. We've had, I mean, you've heard those other reports. They, they've, they're kind of loserish. So we're, yeah. we are on board oh, for you. If dope you know, freshness if, finds out, he's not. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I, I don't have any alter egos that I'm aware of. And that, that's kind of <laughs> tough to compete with. I mean, let's, let's, let's just be completely honest here. Right. Yeah. My so daughters Kumar, might are... say I have alter egos, but I don't think I do. <laughs> We'll ask them, no. Are you okay if we record this, by the way? We should ask before we, okay. Absolutely. I was already recording, oops. I know, I saw it come on. I was like, we should really get permission before we do this, John. And and I was gonna say, you could actually even do fantasy stuff asking them, actually. My oldest has has a team and has been screaming to um, the, Heather knows this, John. I don't know if you know, I'm in a league up in Columbus and has have been for a long time that we've actually started thinking about doing a second generation of that league. So all oh, those no kids are streaming to That's get awesome. into it. They're old. Let's see. I think the oldest one is um, Andrew is a sophomore at Miami right now. And so that's the oldest of the next generation of kids. And okay, one of them, one of the kids actually got pulled in as like a co-manager last year because the manager of the team couldn't be there live for the draft Oh, and stuff like that. So my oldest has been yelling at me. Since you mm-hmm. Nick got to be there for draft day, and I'm part of it is like, you know, that's my weekend to get away too. Like, right? Uh, you know, well, you just do the kids all remotely, right? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you, the, yeah, exactly. Or I was gonna say, like, would your daughter want to join our league? We need four more spots for next year. We'd yeah, <laughs> I I guarantee she would. Because we would, yeah, we'd never want to do 16 teams again. No, it was, it has been, yeah, it has been a struggle this year. Like I never thought it would, this is unreal. I knew it was going to be a struggle, John. (laughs) You know, and it's, it's that fine line because if you're really into it, you know, it it kind of, um, deeper leagues are a lot, a lot of fun if you're really into it. But if you've got people who are kind of starters and, you know, or kind of learning, it's really tough because, you know, digging the waiver wire for stuff is a whole different Oh, yeah. You know, experience if, if you really have no idea who the people are. If you're mm-hmm. in like a 10 person league, you're still, there's still going to be quarterbacks that you know by name and, yes, you know, and some things like that, that newbies can at least feel good about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad because I know Sarah's been, she's getting trounced on. I think she's only won one so far this year. And this is her first year for doing it. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to scare those people away with this. Like, I never, it was never consideration for me when we started it doing 16 teams. It was like, duh. I mean, you're like, oh my God, the depth is just, it's gone. Yeah. So anyway, um, sorry. Do it. That's okay. Let's get into the official question. Okay. Before we okay. Too long. So hold on. So John, three, can you count us in? Yeah. Three, two, 